Did you get, did, do you have another whoop bracelet? How many? How many do you have? This is just one whoop. And this is a watch. This is just a typical. I bracelet. thought you had a black one. Oh, it's the same thing. I can just replace the band. Oh. I'm really I'm really considering getting one. No, the whoop's awesome. It's it's a little rough some mornings when you wake up and you're at like five percent recovery, and my body's looking at me like no no. But, like, today I woke up, I think I was at, like, 68% recovery, felt good. You, you were like, yeah, I can conquer the day with this. Hit some golf balls, I'll, I'll go work out before dinner tonight, go make myself a nice steak. Ooh, okay, steak, I mean, just because it's a Wednesday, just you wanted a good dinner? I just feel like, you know, make it a nice day, get a nice steak, I'm going to make some roasted potatoes. I'm thinking pork chops tonight. Ooh, I do, breaded or no? So, you know, I, like, I put, like, Italian, like, Mrs. Dash's, like, Italian seasoning on them and pan, okay. and pan fry them. Yeah. And that, that's literally all I do. So good. You know what's good with pork is apple juice. All right, everybody. Welcome to the Orange Overalls podcast presented by Central Spirit. My name is Weston. As I'm sure you already know, I'm here with Nick. Nick, how was your week? My week's okay, just preparing for a couple things. Have exams next week, so I'm preparing for those. But even more, preparing for spring break, man. Dude, We're so close. It is right around the corner. I mean, it's kind of weird to think where we were 365 days ago. Um, like, going into spring break last year, it was like, oh, yeah, spring break, coronavirus, and here we are now. Yeah, now, it, you know, it's taken over our lives, obviously. It's a lot different. I, I was talking to someone yesterday. It was talking about, I remember when they shut down the ACC tournament last year and we all looked yes. at ourselves like, oh, this is real. Yes, this is this is not something to be played with. It was one thing that was like, oh, we'll get shut down for a week. Then it was like, wait, there's no more sports? <laughs> it's like, yeah, okay, we're going to be stuck at home. At least we have sports. And then it's like, okay, wait a minute. There are no sports. Not cool. And then it was like, we were bored, no sports until virtual NASCAR came back in like April. And that's yes, all we had. That's all we had. I'm not. I love NASCAR as much as the next guy. I actually, I actually enjoy NASCAR. Watched the Daytona 500 a few weeks ago. The Dixie Vodka 400 this past weekend. I did not watch that. Oh. So that's what I'm saying. I'm casual. I tune in here and there. I have my guys I root for, but like virtual NASCAR was not getting it done for me. Oh, that was when that's all we had. I was all in, man. <laughs> I was throwing on my Jeff Gordon jacket, listening to the broadcast. Oh going man, nuts. Well, that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about Clemson and sports because we have sports now. Thank goodness for, for, for sports, because I would be up a wall, I'd be crazy, I'd be, there's no telling where I would be right now without sports, especially in a time like this, but we always start with the tradition spotlight. Nick, where are we going today? All right, so today we're going to talk about something that happened last week. So last week, um, we talked about the Palmetto Series, and part of that tradition is Cocky's Funeral. So Cocky's Funeral typically takes place during the football season, but because of COVID and everything, like we said, they actually did it last week before the baseball series. So, Cocky's Funeral is when the ROTC brings a casket for a fallen chicken. And what and basically what it is, it's a funeral. It's a fake service with singing and everything for this casket. And there's a massive chicken mascot. Cocky. And what we do, we light it on fire. There's a eulogy, we burn the cocky, and it just goes up in flames, and it's a huge party. Basically, let's go, let's burn the chicken. So, 
for all you that maybe saw pictures of that last week and everything, it was Cocky's funeral. They weren't just starting a fire over in a parking lot. So we're glad we. Could Which would get be kind of fun too, but it, a little more significant. That would be good. really cool. You know, your your local arsonists over here on the Orange Overalls podcast. So, um, but look for that next year when it comes back to football, yep. because we'll get back to Cocky's funeral mm-hmm. as it is. Yep. Um, a, a tradition that I have not actually gotten to participate in myself at Clemson. I've always had something come up, whether it's during. Football season, like, I feel like I've had, like, exams or something or, like, this go around. I can't remember exactly where I was, um, but I just – I couldn't make it out there this go around. But something I promised I promised myself I will participate in before I graduate. Yes, and they give out free Chick-fil-A a lot of times, too, because, you know, you eat the chicken. Eat the chicken. Like, it, I hate that we have to use the, the goodness, great, greatness of Chick-fil-A to symbolize cocky and the Gamecocks because they're not even on the same level of but respect. But it's dead. It is dead. So I mean, so I, I guess it's a game. A dead. Basically, what it's saying is a cooked gamecock is that deliciousness. I guess. That's well, yeah, good. Yeah, we'll go with that. So yeah. After like... we beat them and cooked them. Yes. Okay. Then we, we get we, the we deliciousness get chick- of chick. All right. I can get behind that. I can get behind that. But also another thing we've been looking back on is on this day. So on this day, so it was technically you're going to be hearing this on March fourth. This is technically March second that this happened, but. With this, with it being this week and the ACC tournament coming up in men's basketball, we're gonna look back at 1962. When I wasn't born yet. You were not born yet. Neither, neither were was I. <laughs> I don't think my neither were my parents. No, my parents were born either. My grandparents were. Yes. But back in 1962, our men's basketball team took down the historically good Duke mm-hmm. when they were number six at the time. They beat them in the semifinals of that tournament. And it became the highest-ranked win in program history. Wow. You think Coach K was coaching then? I'm just kidding. Coach K's not that old. Coach K was alive, though. Yeah, Coach K was alive. Coach K was alive. Yes, for sure. He he may have been a mini Duke fan back then. Maybe. Um, Yeah, we'll talk a little bit more about the ACC tournament, some of our takes on basketball coming up here in a little bit. But let's go ahead and start moving on to our sports. Um, We talked about Cocky's funeral. We did play South Carolina in baseball this weekend. Um, we only played them twice. We only though. played them twice due to weather on Friday night. We talked about that last week. Um, did not get the Friday night game in. That game has been postponed to May 11th yes. in Clemson. So um, they will be back May 11th, back in South Carolina, back in Clemson. Yes, back in Clemson. Back in Clemson, South Carolina, I should say. So uh, hopes hope that game turns out a little bit better than the rest of the series went. Um, that's that's bullet point material. We'll that, go with yeah. That. That's bullet, bullet bulletin board. Bulletin board. That's what it is. Bullet point is like what's on our show notes. A bulletin board is what you stick stuff up on. That's a bulletin board. Yes. So it's bulletin board material. Okay. Not bullet this point. Is a, this is an audio podcast, so you didn't see me point at a bulletin board. Yes. Maybe we'll get this on video form. Let us know if you want it to be video. <laughs> that I, means I would have to start looking less like a bum when we record. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, could, y'all could see us, you know, sharing one microphone being... <laughs> Across the table from each other, looking good. Shout out Nick Jamrod trying to get trying to get him to give us some more money because we need more equipment. Um, but, anyway, so back to baseball. Um, we didn't look. Neither team really looked great in either game. No. Um, it was a it was a war of attrition, if you will. Um, had a ton of strikeouts in game two on both sides of the ball. It the way we started the game, it was a pitcher's duel off. The first pitch. And we knew that was going to happen, especially on our end with Davis. Like, we knew Davis was going to go out there and shove. But also, what I was excited about is South Carolina has good hitters. We talked about their good hitters in mm-hmm. the past. 
So the fact that Davis, you know, when Davis looks good against Cincinnati, it's one thing. But the fact that Davis looked that good against a good-hitting team of South Carolina, because I have to give it to them, they are a good-hitting team, I was happy with that. Right, I'm trying to pull up the box score now. Um, so the first game, we lost 3-2. to two. The first game, we lost 3-2 to two in 11 innings. So... Um, yes, I watched the whole thing. That was a tough, tough walk. Well, technically, we got walked off both games. Um, just not, not in extras. Um, yeah, let me see how many strikeouts we had. We had, um, or South Carolina had 16 strikeouts yes. against us, so they struck out 16, and that we struck ugly. out 21. That's uglier. Yes. So uh, I was, believe I, I was talking to Brian Hennessy, who's. Um, over baseball stats and stuff, kind of. Okay. Um, he said that was really close to tying one of our records. I want to be twenty-one strikeouts is insane. So, um, I mean, just couldn't get the bats going. It was tough, especially in that game. The end of the game was rough. The yes. end of the game. There's no one to blame, but other than the bats, not scoring in the eleventh was brutal. Yes. We, I believe we had bases loaded, or oh no, we had runner on first and second. Well, we had a runner on first with a good hit to right field, and it looked like Brewer got halfway to third before turning around. Yes. Now, we obviously, neither one of us were able to be at the game, so mm-hmm. we couldn't see different camera angles. I don't know if the third base coach told him to turn around. He had to. Yeah. Like, just knowing baseball... Once again, it's not. You a, don't get halfway there and then turn around and decide you need to come back. Like it's, a, it, you once again, it's not a video podcast. But the third base coach had to do this. I'm putting my hands up really high for all you listening. Yeah, the hold, hold up, son. The third base coach had to have just stuck the arms up and just said go back, which I don't know if I agree with. Which I can't. We can't say that was the play that, but that would have it would have been really helpful if he was on third. But. We sadly got that loss. It was it was a close game. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a game that you maybe you think you can win in a, in a later setting when everyone's a little more comfortable. Obviously, we're usually playing Carolina four or five weeks into the season instead of second weekend series of the year. Um, so I I think you put we place this game um, maybe a month later. We we come out with the win just in a in a more mature setting as far as players go. Um, but yeah, tough loss. Um, same thing Saturday night, or excuse me, Sunday night. Yeah, then we went to game three in Columbia, and once again, close game, man. You know, like, it's one of those things to go 0-2, especially against your rival like this, but they were both such good, close games that it's like, yes, we lost them both, but it's not like we got killed in any which way. Well, and one of the numbers, again, you look at the strikeout numbers, Carolina struck us out 14 times. That's going to, it's tough to win, I mean, and we still scored seven runs, so it's it's tough, obviously, with that. But if we can get the strikeout numbers down, I think we'll be we'll be really good this season. Yeah, if we can just you know, and that's where it comes with the runners in scoring position. When there's no outs, runners in scoring position, strikeouts. That's where it kills us. Yeah. If we could just put the bat on the ball, you know, even if it's a ground out to second base, runner moves forward. This and I'm a huge small ball fan. Yeah. I personally would love to see a little more small ball from Monty. Mm-hmm. But that's just me personally. Yeah, well, a really good thing I would like want to take out of Sunday is um, Ty Olinchuk got the start on Sunday, and um, he pitched four innings, four hits, um, two runs, and six Ks. And for a freshman going into into Founders Park and, and having that outing, did a great job. Yeah, he that's did, experience. He 
he did well. You know, you can't you can't complain about that. Matt Clark came in right below him, and that's where more runs started to produce. Mm-hmm. But it's not like you know it was his fault in any which way. Right. And you know, shout out to Ty, man. We we've talked about in so many sports, true freshman, freshman coming in. That's one of the hardest environments to come in as a freshman. So, uh, yeah, tough loss. We'll get him next time. Yeah. And we and we had, we had a good move on game here against ETSU. We did. We you know we're we're starting to look into more series, but I love these I love these you know midweek games starting to get especially pitching experience for game guys starting experience and we came out and ETSU we took them down seven to three. And our our boy Carter got the start on got the start last night. Um, had four innings and eight Ks through four innings. He was. He was dealing, and then we felt like we had a hold, and so we pulled him and put some other arms in. Well, then we didn't, and then we did, and it was really kind of back and forth. Like, we could have could have lost it, but we didn't. Um, great showing from the guys last night, 17 strikeouts. I believe if I heard the GA from East Tennessee State was in the booth with us, I believe that is the most that they've been struck out since December. No, not December. I guess March of 2008. Wow. It has been 12 years since they've been struck out that much. Since ETSU has? Yes. There you go. So we had 17 strikeouts. Carter had eight. Nick Clayton had five. Nick Clayton got the win as well. Yes. Um, Jeffrey Gilbert, who I think we're going to be hearing a lot this year as our like our setup guy, came in, struck out the side. Um, came in for one inning, struck out the side. Phenomenal. Um, and then the big guy I really want to talk about, who I'll get to a little bit later, Caden Grice. Caden look good, man. A freshman who we thought was going to come in and produce a lot, um, who had that kind of the Davis Sharp, Seth Beer vibe to him, um, definitely showed he's got that that little spark yesterday. He's got he's got the big first baseman vibe, you know, being the big fella doesn't have to move a lot in the field. Yep. He's let's be honest, he's not here to play the field. He is out here to hit, and that is just what he did. Yes. Um, I'll get to, get to a little bit later. But um, his he we'll we'll talk a little bit about him later because for obvious reasons. For for all of you that listen a lot and listen every week, you're gonna know what we're getting into. But yes. a segment that hasn't been around in a while. Okay. I told you I got that the calendar. I got that 2021 calendar. All right, let's with hear it. Trivia and stuff. Let's so hear it. Finally, this week there was one. So this was my Monday one. Okay. A trivia question for you: Name the Clemson head baseball coach who led the Tigers to the 1995 ACC regular season title and was also named the conference's Coach of the Year. Was it Jack Leggett? It was Jack Leggett. Yeah. It, uh, it may have been a little simple. That's okay. No, that's totally okay. But it's Jack. But I mean, we you weren't going to catch me on a Jack Leggett question. I wasn't going to catch you on a Jack Leggett question. I think I may be able to catch you on this. Okay. So forget baseball. Forget baseball. This is just Clemson athletics as a whole. All right. All right? In what sport did Clemson's Sammy Henson capture consecutive NCAA individual championships in 1993 and 1994. Tennis. Nope. I'm going to give you a huge hint. It's no longer here. It's no longer here? It's no longer here. I don't even know then. Mr. Sammy Henson, NCAA champion for two years in Wrestling, rest. Oh, wrestling. I knew re- that's the sport. Ah, we were. I was just talking about that. 
talking about that with someone the other day. It said their dad wrestled here at Clemson. They're like, yeah, it doesn't the sport doesn't yep. here anymore. We do wow. have club wrestling. Yes, yeah, so we don't have it. We don't have a D one in NCAA. But we do not have a D one in right. NCAA. I thought I could get you. You wouldn't think about a sport that was no. Here. That was that's good. That's but good. a little bit of history. Sammy Henson, great wrestler. Apparently, yeah, two national championships. That'll. That'll qualify you as a great wrestler, right? That's pretty good. Now, the fact that you mentioned tennis, that was your guess. We could talk about the men's tennis. We played the uh, the North Carolina boys, North Carolina mm. and Duke, this weekend. Yeah, we, it didn't we turn out so well. We struggled a little bit. We lost to both of them. UNC, though, man, UNC's a powerhouse. Having four guys in the singles that are all ranked is ridiculous, and they have a doubles team that's ranked. But we got a win over them. Huge shout out, you know, Yinzu and Tio, our boy Tio once again killing it. They both they played their little doubles team, yep. and they got a win over number fifty-five. So like the number fifty-five in the country? Yes. Okay. Number fifty-five doubles team in the country. Okay. So in tennis, they rank all the way up to like a hundred and twenty. Okay. But well, still, well, being... you gotta think there's probably five hundred. Doubles teams in the country. Oh, because most small schools more than that. Yeah, but say most small small schools have tennis programs. There's three to I would say three to four doubles teams. We'll go with five doubles teams per First. team, and there's two hundred, hundred and twenty schools. We're getting upwards of like, uh, like six hundred, seven hundred yeah, doubles teams. That makes that makes sense. Okay, but yeah, that's that's huge for them. Shout um, out to, shout out to those guys for a big doubles win. Yep. You know that's yep. what. We all get excited. Hey, hey, we couldn't get team wins, but we'll take the we'll take the little victories where we can. Um, let's talk a little bit about basketball. I know we were going to say uh, had a little bit about the AC tournament to talk about. Two wins this week. Um, we had a sixty to thirty nine win over Wake Forest. Um, Hemingway came in, had seventeen, a name we don't talk a whole lot about. You um, know, we should talk about his name more. His name's all over the place. You know why? Why? His license plate is actually Hemingway. What you mean? I ran into him at Chick-fil-A the other day. Yeah. He was in the drive-thru with me. His license plate on his car says Hemingway. How's it spelled? It's spelled, Just, I believe it's no vowels. H-M-N-W-Y? It's something like that. Okay. Interesting. So I, it was one of those just, you know, a little fun fact about Mr. Hemingway <laughs> for you. Seems kind of stalkerish, but okay. Ran into a Chick-fil-A. Understandable. It's okay. But anyways, seventeen points. Um, Hunter Tyson, who we've talked about plenty, um, was one point away from a double double. Ten rebounds, nine points. That's just that's doing production. That's not going to be yes. I feel like we should have probably fed him the ball just so he could get his double double. But I'm not the coach, obviously. Um, Especially when we're up by when we win by twenty one. Brad, this is on you though. He didn't get a double double, and this is Brad's fault. You know, I feel like Hunter. (laughs) Somewhat knowing his personality, he probably went in there and said, Coach, man, what? Why? <laughs> Why? Why could I not get one more point? But anyways, dominant win all over for the boys. That brought, carried us over into the win over Miami, 66-58. Um, to 58. Amir and Alamir both had 19 points. It was it was an awesome game. I was in the building, was able to watch the whole thing, and Alamir shot the lights out. Yeah, I, so I heard he had a great game. He had a great game, being clutch at the end. It was one of those that, yes, we won by eight, but it seemed closer for most of the game. It, yep. was, a, it was a little weird. Miami only had six scholarship players playing. Okay. Uh no, they only had, yeah, they had six scholarship players and eight players active total mm. because of some injuries and stuff. And so it was a little closer during the first half. Then eventually, you know, second half, kind of you, blew it. good legs, we just, we right. took ahead. But 
Those guys were great. Hunter Tyson, another great game. Ten points for him, mm-hmm. getting in double digits. He had himself a fantastic weekend. Yes, he really did. Um, and then for Miami, 50% from behind the arc and then 49% from the field. Great numbers you like to see. Um, obviously, you'd love to see the from the field a little bit higher um, just because when the, the, the threes aren't falling. But 50% from the three, spot on. We're going to win games like that. I hope we don't become a – like when we oh, going into the tournament, we're not a live by the three, die by the three. Because um, I know that's been a clump, that's kind of been Clemson in the past. Well, and then you know there are teams that do that and do decently well of it. Like Alabama this year is one of those mm-hmm. that they're going to live and die by the three. It's it can work, but we have a couple games coming up. We end the regular season this week. Yep. So once again, like we talked about, we have that weird time of there's going to be a game tonight after we record, but before the actual podcast will release, and we play at Syracuse tonight. Right, and the funny thing is, is we are not favored. We've won five. So yeah, this is this is one of the things I wanted to talk about. Absolutely, a little bit of our own bracketology, and then also what's going on with the Tigers right now. So we've won five in a row, but Joe Lenardi has dropped us a seed line. Like we we're still playing the same opponents according to him, but I believe we were a seven or an eight, and he's dropped us one. Yeah, so we've dropped a little bit. It's a little it's a little different. I think we're in. Not 100%. I feel like we're 90%. I think we're in. And I th- I think right now we're at 90%. And if we win tonight, I think tonight's game against Syracuse, if we win, it's 100%. Especially because it's in Syracuse and we're, we're, do- we're underdogs. We're underdogs. So I think if we get the win, it's a 100%. We're in. Book, no the, book the Tigers, yeah. So as of right now, they have us at a 7 seed. Yes. So we're a 7 seed playing St. Bonaventure. Yeah. Which I told you. A team like St. Bonaventure kind of scares me. A seven, the seven eleven matchup. Well, no, I, the seven ten. Seven ten. Oh, duh! I can't do math. Yeah, seven ten. Yeah, that's. I definitely don't like being in the seven ten matchup, especially like if you're thinking picking brackets. Like I, I always hate picking the seven ten. That's matchup. the thing against me is I'm looking at some of these other seven ten matchups. I'm more comfortable at the five twelve, even though that's the most upset spot. But like I look, so right now they have us in Region Two, Region One, seven Virginia Tech, ten UConn. I'm tempted to pick UConn in that. Yeah. And then other ones, BYU at 7, North Carolina at 10. North Carolina's got the got the program. They have Roy Williams. It's, yeah. I, Florida 7, Louisville 10. It's That's what's scaring me. Yes. So I think we won't end up a 7 seed. I don't think we finish as a 7 seed. I, re, I So as a, at this point, we have a double buy in the ACC tournament. Yes, as of right now. So I think if we win out, so we beat Syracuse tonight, and then we have one more game after that, I believe. Yes. So this weekend, um, Saturday, we are playing Pitt. Okay. So we beat Syracuse and we beat Pitt, and we win a game in the ACC tournament. I think we get bumped up to like a five, a four seed, possibly. I could see a five or a six. I have four is pushing. If we I, make, if we make it to the championship in the AC, the ACC championship. Yes. Hey, if we win the tournament, we might be like a four, three or a four. Seed. Yes. If we win the tournament, I think we're a three. If we make it to the championship, I can see us getting to a four. Yeah. I think if we don't win, I don't think I think if we don't make it to the finals, we'll be around a five or a six. But let's all take a moment and not take advantage. Talk about rankings. We are pretty sure Clemson is making it to the tournament. Yes, we will. We will be playing meaningful basketball in March, and I'm so excited about it. We actually have, like you know us talking about making it to the finals of the ACC tournament isn't 
a fever dream. It's not no. so like we actually could. Yes, we actually can make it to Sweet. Like right now, like I said, St. Bonaventure scares me. But if we win that, we're predicting with Houston. I think we could beat. Then play a team like Arkansas or Georgia Tech. We're playing good basketball at the right time. I think I love it. I want to see what how we do in the ACC tournament because I think you know if we go out and we lose the first game, even though I think we still make the tournament, that's not the momentum I really want. Yeah. No, I understand. I completely get it. I see guess that score is on here again, and I just... So I kept it in the ACC for you. Okay, which game? So we have three for you today. Okay. So we're going to start with the Duke-Georgia Tech game. Okay. So this went into overtime. Went into overtime. And I'm going to give you Duke's box score. Okay. Who lost? I don't know if that helps you that they lost. Okay. All right. 20, 12, 20, 8, 3, 0, 2, 6, 1, 5. 78. 77. Oh! I was so close! Oh! How... You covered the spread. I did cover the spread, so that's a, that's another win. I'm you, up to I'm up to three this year. You covered the spread, but... That was impressive. You got it. That was close. I got scared. You said seven, and I was like, oh my god, he's gonna get it. <laughs> All right. all right, let's see. All right, I'm ready now. Oh yeah, yeah I got, I got, up. I got my feet under me. I'm ready to go. All right, so next we have Notre Dame, Boston College. Okay. Bo- Boston College won. Okay. In regulation, this did not go to overtime. Okay. Zero nine nineteen nineteen three zero five five eighteen sixteen. Seventy four. Ninety four. Yeah, I, I knew it. You went from one off to twenty off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, if, if I go one for three, that's a that's a Hall of Fame batting average. Okay. That's a, that's serious. Like yeah, if, but if, if you if, shoot thirty three percent, you're not making the Hall of Fame. Okay, good point. We're good. talking about basketball. Okay, here. good point. Good point. Good point. Good point. I expect you to go very high and guess that score for uh, baseball. If I start reading off, you know, the <laughs> innings run, <laughs> we can do that if you need a little help. Here, yeah, we'll, need a little more albus. All right, you ready? I got you. So this is Clemson's win over East Tennessee State. We University. scored seven runs. Zero, zero, one, zero, one, two, two, one, X. Seven. <laughs> nice. All right, your last guess that score. Right, basketball. Back to basketball. This is Louisville against Duke. Okay. Louisville won. And this is Louisville's box score. Okay. 16, 14, 5, 9, 25, 4, 5, 2. They only played eight guys, Weston. 88. 80. Okay. I knew it was in the 80s. I I just... I Those numbers added up really good for some reason. Read the first, like, four. Oh, it just disappeared. I just okay. pulled it down. Okay, because it was like... It was like 25 and then 5 and then... So it was 16, 14. Which I was like, okay, 30, I was like 30. 5, 9. And then I was like, okay, 14. 25. No, so, so that's what I did. I took the 5 and the 25 and added them to 30, so I was like, okay, we're at 60. Yeah, and then 9, 4, 5, and 2. Yeah, and I was like, okay, that's got to be like another 20. 18. Yeah. So I was I, – I'm getting – no, I'm just not getting better. I just got lucky with the numbers. You were, were one off. You were yes. one off. Yes. So, so it wasn't that bad. Okay. So we love it. We're so excited for basketball. This is meaningful basketball. We'll get into the tournament. Um, we talked about doing a selection Sunday – you know, a tournament preview. We think we're going to do that because 
we we love spreading the love around every sport, but when it comes to the actual tournament, we want to be able to really break down who we play, break down the bracket, and really get into what Clemson has ahead. So yes. we think we're going to do a whole episode just for college basketball, just for Clemson basketball, to really break it down. Absolutely. So another another on the hardwood, the women's basketball. So we lost two close games this weekend, which was a little rough, but we start the ACC tournament this week. So they are starting. They will be taking on Notre Dame this week, who we've already beat. We have beat. So that is looking good. We look forward to see what they can do. But we want to take a little second, a little time, to thank some of our seniors. It was yep. senior night this past weekend. So we want to say thank you, Weston. Who are we saying thank you to? So uh, Shania, Kendall, Delicia, Nikkei, Tyler, and Destiny, thank you guys so much um, for all you've given to our program, um, for the amount of time and energy you put into this sport, um, and for a little TLC, you know? You know what I'm talking about in Little John TLC? Yeah. Yeah, I don't. It's um, it's not tender love and care because that's what it normally stands for. Um, I was hoping you were gonna help me out on that. Nope. Dang it. No, um, but but seriously, thank you, girls, so much. You've done so much. Obviously, um, like girls like Delisi and Kendall this year have been playing out of their minds, scoring so many points. Tyler, you've been a staple of this program off the court, really, mm-hmm. you know, showing a lot of leadership. So all of you girls, thank you so much. Um, you know, sadly, you have played your last game in Little John. Ooh. But thank you. We The ceremony, you know, the one thing that stood out to me is, you know, they get presented the jerseys in the, in the frame, and the... The team went nuts. They were cheering, jumping all over yeah. them. That just shows how much you meant to the team. Mm-hmm. And so how much you meant to Clemson University. So thank you guys so much. And good luck. You know, we still yep. we still got basketball to still play. Basketball still be played. ACC tournament. We start against Notre Dame. Let's go get a win. Let's make a run in the ACC tournament. Try to make it to the dance. Yep, absolutely. Uh, let's move on. We got a few more sports to talk about. Uh, women's tennis. Um, don't have a lot to talk about here. We lost our close game to Georgia Tech. Uh, Jenna Thompson and Eleni uh, got a huge doubles win over number five in the country. So not 55, just five. five. The so. number five doubles match. I'll, t- I'll talk about them a little later and how that looked. But good win for or good good win for them. Get you know tough loss to Georgia Tech. Lost, barely lost. Lost four to three. So it's okay. But you know things are starting to move forward. ACC we're getting some big wins. I love to see it. Yep. Uh, then we have women's golf. Um, finished fourth out of 14 at the FSU Invitational. And then we had Annabelle Pancake finished T6. That is an epic last name. Mrs. Pancake? Mrs. Pancake. I wish my last name was Pancake. No, it's an awesome name. She played great, too. She actually had a rough first round um, with a 77 in the first round. Bounced right back, throwing two scores in the low 70s in round two and three. So we love being able to see the bounce back. Yes. You know, that's... We talk about it in events when it comes to, like, games, you know, when it comes to basketball or tennis. You lost the one match, but then you bounce back with the second one. Golf is one of those that, you know, she can bounce back. And it's such a mental thing, too, in golf. It's like, like, you got to get out of your own head. Like, yeah, I shot poorly yesterday, but I've got to, I got to reset and I got to go out there tomorrow and I got to, I got to go post a number. Yeah, so... Annabelle, or Mrs. Pancake, as as Weston likes, (laughs) um... Amazing, amazing finish. T6 
Tied for six is always big. You know, we love seeing our individuals do that in fourth place, you know. Yeah. This is another top five finish for the girls. Mm-hmm. We're about, we're two to three tournaments in, and we've got top fives already in the team event. So, we're looking good. Things are looking great. Now, the girls on the diamond shined again. Yeah, absolutely. You like, you like that? that? Girls, diamond, yeah, shining. I get it, because, like, softball, you play on a diamond. In baseball, you play on Okay. And diamond shine. Yeah, I see what you did there. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so for the first time in team history, and by team history, I mean, like... A year and two weeks? I, I mean, I wouldn't even say, like, a year, because we... I guess a couple of months because we were only around for the first season true, true. for like a month. Um, we are ranked um, according to D1 base or D1 softball. Excuse me. Uh, D1 softball says we are the number 25 team in the country. And that's, we're going to get better than 25. Yeah. We were going to get there last year. if The season hadn't been cut short. Yeah. So uh, congrats. Like there's no, yeah. there's no other words to start it. Congrats you know, on that. To be able to be ranked. I remember last year we were all a little indifferent. What's the season going to look like? And you have a shortened season. Um, I saw a little. I saw a little video that Clemson Tigers posted of all the girls, and Melissa was talking about it. She was saying, or Marissa was talking about it. She said, "Team one, because you know they count the team, so it's weird." Last year was team one. She goes, "That was awesome, and it sucked seeing it get cut short due to COVID, getting the season cut off." But she, as she said, team two special. Team two has some girls that are. Really special. So they got their first ranking, and that came after a nice little sweep. So we played Elon, not a massive opponent, but we swept them with two run rule with, games. Which is big, which is big for confidence, which is big for um, look on votes for being in the top 25. I mean, that'll that'll go a long ways when you get when you can two run rules in a series. Um, Marissa. Usual suspect here. Uh, two two of, of the games, she had four RBIs. That's I mean, insane. I don't know what else to say other than that's awesome. Valerie um, had a good series. A lot of girls just had an amazing series. The softball. Softball team's good. Now, here's a question for you. Okay. So, obviously, football is the best team on campus. Mm-hmm. Who's two? Ooh. I don't know. I, I get, where you're, get where you're trying to lead me onto this one just because I want to say softball. I think softball, maybe softball and baseball. I know but season. until softball completes a full season, I don't know where I want to put them yet. I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm saying softball is the number two. You'll, team you'll, you'll stake your claim there. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. I think you know they're consist or now we're ranked. But I think we'll consistently be ranked. We're consistently winning when we play ranked opponents. It's always close. You know they're not touching football right now. Clearly, right. You know no one has a dominant program as Clemson football right, right. now. But I think softball may be the number two team on campus. I'm not going to disagree with you, but I'm also I'm not going to plant my flag there just yet. I'm okay with that. So, um, uh, is it Ariel? Is that how you say her name? I want to say it's Ariel Oda. Okay, she had a phenomenal diving catch that made Sports Center top ten the other day. Was it the Saturday game or the Sunday game? I believe it was the Saturday game. My favorite is shout out to the social media team for softball. They're really, they, well, I mean, all of our social media All of teams. our social media. But they posted that video, and their only caption was, da 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 I'm going to go look at it again just because that's just – if you have not – see, if you're listening to this now and you haven't seen it – Go look it up. Please. She was she was playing left field. Ball went to her right. So – and she's a righty, so it was 
It was throwing side, and she took a diving catch, putting her left arm across her body, and it was insane. Yeah. You know, it was. You don't see Sports Center top ten plays recognize softball very often. Correct. When you got college basketball, you got the NBA, you got the NHL, you got college baseball. It had to be a mighty darn good play to make the SC top ten for certain. Um. That's uh, got a little bit of softball left, but we'll talk about that in our Athlete of the Week. Um, so track and field just finished up the ACC Championships. Um, two big winners. Um, Trishana Hemmings won uh, first in the 200-meter, uh, and then Fabian Hewitt in the 60-meter. They will both be qualified for the NCAA Championships. Yeah, so those are two, you know, best in the ACC. Yeah. It's, it's amazing to be able to say, yeah, every single person that runs the 200 meter in the entire conference of the ACC. Trishon is the best. Trishon is the best. And everybody that runs the 60 meter in the men's in the ACC. Fabian's the, the best. best. Yeah. So um, it, was, it was awesome. And man. then we still had two. We had a couple second place finishers. Um, one that I had predicted was possibly going to get first. The women's 4x400 did not come through with the, but with got the, the second. But got the second place. Absolutely. Still great. Um, Terry and Conwell in the 200 meter. Uh, Gianna Roberts in the 60 meter hurdles, and then Laurie Barton in the 88, excuse me, the 800 meter. Um, great way to wrap up the season, yeah. I think. Well, season for everyone except for Trishana and Fabian. They will be in the NCAA championships. Not 100% sure when those are. So those will be about a week and a half from now. Okay. So I think it's like March, it's like later March. It'll be right around the spring break area. Okay. Um, so they'll have those coming up. But and then there were a bunch of other teams. Um, the ACC released their first team, second team. There were so there were too many to read them all right mm-hmm. now. Um, but we encourage all of you to go to Clemson Track and uh, Track and Field and Cross Country. Um, go to their Instagram. Go to ClemsonTigers.com to read all of the names. Mm-hmm. So many people that had amazing years. Um, you know they finished first team. They finished second team. We had a couple third team finishers. It's awesome to see um, there's a huge campaign going on, massive campaign right now with especially Fabian's win to tr- about the men's track and field. Trying to save that. Um, we'll keep y'all updated um, with that as much as, as we get information. Um, obviously, you probably see it before we get to talk about it on the podcast, but we will talk about it as soon as we get information. Um, but that's all we have for our sports. Uh, we'll touch on our athlete of the week. We got a little food review. And then it's it's kind of a short episode this week, Nick. Yeah, it was you know it's one of those shorter weeks. It feels week, like a short episode. But next week. Next week will be a long one. Well, wait till we, I read off. I'm gonna need to take a big drink of water before this weekend comes out. <laughs> this may be the biggest weekend Clemson's ever had. But going back to last week, Weston, you talked about it a little before. Who are your athletes of the week, man? So uh, both of mine are both of mine are the the diamond sports. So. Diamond. My men's athlete of the week, athlete of the week, is Caden Grice. He went two for four with two home runs and three RBIs. And the reason I picked him is because the first one was a nice home run. That was his first career home run. It was pretty sweet. It was a good one. The second one though, boom, boom, four thirty eight, four forty, I believe it was. Did it um, did it stay in the park or it went over the roof? See, no, it was dead center. So it went over the eye. No, it no. So the big the big green wall in the middle yeah. hit like the top of it. Oh. So but. He he hit it. He little bat flip. It had some serious Seth Beer vibes to it. It had some swagger like, on it. it, it was, like it was like a he he crushed it, and we're all like, get that out of here. And he just did a little flip and started jogging. It was 
It was pretty awesome. It had that little, you know, guy we talked about, Logan Davidson kind of vibe. Where yeah, he, he had, he, it. It he had the he had the the vibe to it. So that was a uh, that was encouraging, especially him being a true freshman. Oh, we we look forward to some of those hits. Man. And then my my female athlete of the week is Morgan Johnson, softball player. She tore her ACL last year and came back in this series against Elon, hit her first career home run. That is so awesome. I want to give a shout out to her um, for battling through that adversity and getting a home run. I mean. Home runs, honestly, out of, like, touchdowns are cool, three-pointers are cool, dunks are cool. I think home runs are the coolest achievement in all of sports because it's – when you hit one and you know it's gone, like – Oh, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, like football, it's like, yeah, like, oh, it's like like when Trevor throws a deep ball, it's like, yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to connect. But there's still that always that chance of, like, oh, maybe he doesn't catch it, maybe he doesn't get his feet in, whatever. Basketball, it's like, okay, a three's never guaranteed, ever, unless you're Steph Curry. I was going to say, Steph Curry may, but like may a, argue with that. But like one. a home run, that's like the only, like, when it's hit right, that is the only event in sports that it's like a guarantee. It's like everyone's like, oh my gosh, he just absolutely crushed that yeah. ball. So, no, home runs are awesome. No, yeah, huge shout out to Morgan. Uh, Weston, you know, it was one of those, every once in a while, Weston and I, when we're texting, something will happen and we'll just text, oh, I want dibs for athlete <laughs> of the week. And when Morgan, when you hit that and, you know, coming back from the ACL, coming back from everything, Weston immediately. It was like, yeah, that's mine. I, he, that's my athlete of the week. He jumped on the text message and said, hey, I, I want this. And I said, okay, I'll give it to you. And I did the same thing for my men's athlete of the week. I'm going to go with Mr. Fabian Hewitt. Okay. You know, winning the 60 meter. And the one thing that I loved was the video. So the, I sent you the little video of mm-hmm. him winning. The reason I say little video because it didn't take him very long to run 60 meters. No, it did not take him very long at all. If it's like, you know, baseball highlight, softball highlight, football highlight, it's a long video. No, this was a very little video because he ran it so quickly. Fabian went nuts. You could see when he won. He looked to his side and saw he was in front of everyone and went absolutely insane jumping up and down. Huge hugs from his coach. We were all so excited for him. So he is by far my men's athlete of the week. I look forward to see what you can do in the NCAA's, and then my women. I'm gonna I'm gonna cheat a little bit. I'm gonna go with two of them. Whoa, with Jenna and Alina. We talked about them a little before. They beat the number five doubles teams. Okay, that's fair. They beat the number five. You know, we talked about it when we talked about fifty-five. There has to be two, two. No, not two. 600 doubles teams, yeah. 100 and whatever them are ranked. They beat number five. And once it, I guess I think I'm just a sucker for videos. There's a video of them finishing, <laughs> fist pumping, going nuts, jumping in each other's arms. It was that victory feeling. Yeah. So those two have to be my athlete of a week with one of the high, I would have to say one of the highest ranked wins in tennis that we've ever had. Uh, probably I'd be willing to bet that it's, it's up there. When it's you know, when you beat number five it has to be yes. up there. It'll be at least in the at least in the top five of highest wins we've had. Um That's that Weston man. What if we beat number two four times? Okay, well if we have then I'm wrong. <laughs> that's simple as that. Alright. But anyways, so that's uh, those are athletes of the week. Congrats to them. I mean I say congrats like us giving them athlete of the week is some Massive honor. I wish we could give them some little trophy. I must say, I wish they could know that we we value their efforts. Maybe we should. Going back to, okay, so we're not having the top five segment. Maybe we should, I could say this again, maybe we should make, you know, Athlete of the Week a little post on social media. 
But we're just not good at that. No, yeah, we're not really. We're, we we need to confer with our media director and help. And help. We need help. It's more. It's it's more. Weston and I will leave and we'll go to our trucks and we'll say, "I right, you want to work on a graphic or you want to do this?" And both of us just look at each other and say, "Yeah." Never happens. Neither one of us has done it. We're, we're the people who talk on the podcast, not the people who create the design. If anyone, I is, lied. I created. I created the podcast art. We're gonna plead for someone again. If someone's good with graphic design, if someone's good with audio, and you, and you would like to do it for free, maybe. Yeah, we can't pay you. Yeah, we can't pay you. If you like to do it out of the kindness of your heart, or you just want to hang out with us, that would also be cool. It's a good time. You can come. You know, when we go do food reviews, you can yes. come join us. Yes. Maybe, so. maybe, depending on how good of a day me or Weston's I have, and you could get that meal for free. Maybe. You never know what kind of mood we'll be in. So that's that's our little that's our plug for if you want to join the Orange Overalls team. Uh, but speaking of food review. We got to talk about a classic. We got a classic here in Clemson. Another part of the Triple Crown, the last part of the Triple Crown we have yet to talk about, is Max Driving. M-A-C-K, or M-A-C. Apostrophe S, apostrophe S. S drive-in, Pendleton, South Carolina. Oh, it's drive-in, D-R-I-V-E, dash, I-S. Okay, I think everybody knows how to spell drive-in. You just spelled Mac? Okay, because Mac, because I've had people say Max, like M-A-X. They think I'm saying Max oh, drive-in. okay. And you can spell Mac with a K. So you're saying Mac, M-A-C, yes, possession. M-A- yes. <laughs> it is Max drive-in. It's not Max. The man named Mac owns this drive-in. It is his driving. Possession and grammar, baby. Yes, come on now. Let's go. Yeah. Um, we that, just high five if you couldn't hear that. Yeah, you definitely heard that on the. It's that the mic is right there. Um, but okay, what is your opinion of Max? How how what what's your what's your feeling on Max? I love Max. Yes. Max is one of those that no matter what you get, it's good. Mm-hmm. And it's one. It's a family atmosphere. Unless it's late, because like if you show up really late, they get mad at you. Pat, yeah, Pat gets mad. Pat's the guy who, who kind of runs it. I don't know if he owns it, but he runs it. Pat's the guy that runs it. But that, I think, adds to the family atmosphere. So you and I both have a really good friend, Michael, who goes every week. And Cora. And Cora. Michael. Sorry, Cora. I don't <laughs> think Cora listens. No, Cora definitely listens. Oh, Cora listens? Yeah, Cora for oh, sure listens. shout out, Cora. Shout, shout out, Cora Downer, because you loyal fan. <laughs> All right. They go religiously, and we've gone... Oh, with, well, hold on. Before we go further, she told me... Yeah, the reason I know Cora listens is because she heard your tip about Esso and ordering the chicken tenders. Mm-hmm. And she did that last time she went. She was like, it actually was cheaper. I was like, you actually listen? She goes, yeah, I listen. I was like, let's go. So, oh, well, thank you, Cora. Shout out, Cora. Anyways, back to Max. But they go religiously, and you and I have a, you and I have gone with them a couple times. And how they just show up, and whether they're mad. Like you said, if you show up late, they're kind of mad at you. Because they want to go home. That reminds me of how my family acts. Yes, if you show up to food late and mom's already put the food up, she gets mad at you. So I think I think it's one of those places that really symbolizes the Clemson family. Yes. Great milkshakes. Have you ever had a grilled cheeseburger at Max? I've not had a grilled cheeseburger. So next time you go to Max, order a grilled cheeseburger. So I, so last time I went there, I was like, I want a cheeseburger. And Cora goes, you need a grilled cheeseburger. I was like, what? She goes, just trust me, order it. And I was like, okay, whatever. I had no idea what it was. Yeah. It's literally a grilled cheese with a burger in it. So is it? So it's bread, cheese, meat, bread. No, bread, cheese, meat, cheese, bread. Bread, cheese, meat, cheese, bread. Yes. Okay. So, so literally, think you'd make a grilled cheese sandwich, but you pull it apart and you stick a burger in there. Ooh. 
So it's that be, it's good. So, and it's got like the the buttery toast on the outside. So it's not just a it's not just a hamburger bun. Yeah. It's it's really good. So you said great milkshakes. Milkshakes are fantastic. Yes. But you have to get the sweet tea, man. The sweet tea is also balling. And I've been getting sweet tea recently because right now the milkshake machine's down. Hat is not making milkshakes right now. That's he's probably really happy about that. Yeah, he always is kind of upset to make milkshakes. It feels like, but uh. Anyways. No offense to Pat. No, absolutely not. If, if you listen, Pat. I doubt it. 100. I don't think Pat Actually, I, I, will, I could guarantee he doesn't listen. Maybe, um, maybe someone will show him this segment. Maybe. And maybe it'll encourage him to but we, fix the milkshake But machine. we love Max. Max is one of those. It's one of those foods that nothing's too complicated. No. Maybe the grilled cheese burger is the most complicated thing on the menu, but it's all fantastic. Very much so. You can just go get chicken tenders and fries, and for some reason it's better than most chicken tenders and fries. Yep. It's because the place where champions meet. The place where you see what You see where the, the, the picture they have hanging in there that's I got do. Jeff Davis and CJ and Dabo and Danny. And they all. got all of them. Yeah. It's one of those places, similar to Esso, where they have memorabilia all over the wall. Yes. Where it's all oh over my gosh. the place. You know, they don't really have a parking lot. It's just kind of a square that you park wherever you want and it's one of those old school feels now there's a rumor i heard about max this is one of my favorites okay that college game day or sports center on the road wanted to set up in max and one year and they went and asked and they said we don't have enough room for all of your no, stuff and no way said, no no, there's no way they have enough room in Max. They to do just that. looked at him and said, "No, you're you're good." And so they set up somewhere else. They went to like Bowman. Esso. They went to Bowman. No, I think they went to Esso. Oh, okay. It was like on the road. One, there was like one person type of thing. Oh, uh, oh, gotcha, gotcha. Like a like a Marty Smith kind of bit. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Okay. But Max was like, "No, we we got customers. We're focused on our food. We don't need this gimmick," which I love. <laughs> which sounds like Pat. But anyways, I'm gonna. I really want Max now. I'm gonna see if I can go get Max for dinner. We recommend, you just said you were going to get pork chops. But now we're talking about Max, and I really want Max for dinner. <laughs> no, we recommend, Max is one of those places, if you aren't from around here, you don't know someone from around here. A lot of people haven't really heard of it. Yeah. Don't see a lot of freshmen going to it. It's a local place. It's, it's a very local place. But we recommend all of you go try it. For you sure. Know, go get the sweet tea. Go make sure to ask for a milkshake. And if, and if he doesn't have them... Ask for, so, ask for them to get them. Yes. Well, I really want milkshakes back soon. Anyways, so that's all we have today. Let's go into the usual wrap-up. This week in Clemson Athletic, Nick, right. what's going on? So I think I may lose my lose my voice here because we have the most – we have a super busy week, super packed. Shout out Central Spirit. It is Spirit Blitz this week. So today they were out there flag-waving. Later on this week they'll be handing out stickers all over the place doing all different types of stuff for Spirit Blitz. They will be painting the paw. They will not be painting the paw due to COVID, actually, um, which is a little sad. But Spirit Blitz is one of those traditions we love here in Central Spirit, and it's because we have such a packed week. So Thursday, women's basketball will start the ACC tournament against Notre Dame. That's it. That was simple. Okay. Friday. Baseball will play Notre Dame at home, men's tennis versus Georgia Tech, in softball at Virginia. And then Saturday, here we go. <laughs> men's basketball versus Pitt, women's tennis at NC State. Rowing has the Carolina Cup. Volleyball versus North Carolina in Syracuse. 
softball at Virginia, women's soccer versus Auburn, and baseball versus Notre Dame. Okay. That's a lot. And first of all, the fact that we're playing North Carolina in volleyball in Syracuse was kind of odd to me. Wait, so we're playing North Carolina in Syracuse. We're playing them in Syracuse. And that is because on Sunday, volleyball at Syracuse, women's tennis at Wake Forest, baseball versus Notre Dame, softball at Virginia, men's tennis versus Mercer, and men's soccer versus Syracuse. Wow. That's just the weekend. That's a lot. Yep. And then later on, Monday and Tuesday next week, men's golf will be playing in the Palmetto Intercollegiate. And Tuesday, there will be baseball will play USC Upstate. USC Upstate. And that'll be here in Clemson, South Carolina. I will be there because I have to be. You work. Because <laughs> I work for them. I may or may not be there. Okay. I'll try next Tuesday. Actually, no, I can't make any Tuesday games. Why? I teach a class. Oh, you're whoo! You teach a class. I actually, lead a class. If my if the professor that's in charge of this, Gwen, Gwen, if you're listening, I lead a class. I do not teach a class. Okay. Because I'm not an actual teacher. I just help lead. Okay. All right. You teach a class. In my book, you teach a class. I've been told yes. Okay. But so I won't be able to make any Tuesday games. But you'll be at every Tuesday. I game. will be at every game, not just every Tuesday game. I will be at every weekend. Actually, I won't be there next Tuesday. Okay. I'm. I have – so last year when I worked, I didn't have any classes during this time. So this time I do have a class, but it's just kind of like a, a lecture class, so we typically don't have to do anything. So I'll just – I'll zoom in. Like this is what, that's what I did yesterday. I'll zoom into class and I'll – Did you zoom in from the booth? Oh, yeah. I was zooming, I was zooming from the booth. I'm zooming everywhere. So my question <laughs> – <laughs> I'm zooming everywhere. <laughs> I think we just found the episode title name. Zooming everywhere. <laughs> we're zooming everywhere, even though we're not on Zoom today. We are not zooming, but what? we will be zooming when we're co-oping. And we will be zooming maybe on spring break. Possibly. That could be a rough episode. That could be a rough episode. <laughs> but um, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. So you're Zoom from the booth, but you won't answer my call when I call you during a game. See, when I Zoom, I don't have to talk. So I just that's the thing. I I pop my AirPod in. Had it, had it laying, I didn't even have my camera on. I just had my phone laying down, and I was listening to the lecture while watching baseball. So I wasn't actually listening to the lecture. It was more like I was there for attendance purposes. But. You know if your professor's listening, they're not going to be very happy. I will bet a million dollars that my professor's not listening to this podcast. Give their name in their class. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but anyways, so yeah. So in that class, actually, I have to, my, I have to give a presentation in that class next week that's supposed oh. to last the entire class. So, so you have to actually go. Well, I'll have to be on Zoom, and I'll have to be able to participate. So I'll have to be at my apartment and have my camera on and things like that. So who's doing your job? That's to be determined. If you maybe I could miss my class leading. We'll figure something out to go do it for you. I've conf- I've conferred with Michael, and we're trying to find a replacement. And if if we need you, we will holler at you for sure. Let me know. But what? yes, <laughs> but. <laughs> That's how we're going to wrap up the show today. Um, as if, any, if any of you know how to keep scores for baseball. No, it's not just keep scores. It's operate DAC stats. DAC, so, like, I knew how to keep score. How DAC, is, is it like Game Changer? I don't never use Game Changer. You hit, like, ball strike. Well, and there's a, the little men around. Sort of. There's, like, so I've used something like Game Changer before. But I used Game Changer back in high school. DAC so. stats is, like, it's very particular. Like, if you don't. If you don't click the right buttons, it's going to get mad at you. And the computer is, I think, older than I am. 
So it's always really slow. So if you mess up and you have to like undo it, it takes like a solid 15 to 20 seconds just to undo it. And at that point, like two more pitches have happened. Mm. And it's, it's really annoying. Why don't we use Game Changer? Because everything, like it literally, because first of all, we're a public school. So we have to, we have to kind of bid it off. So Dak Stats is has Dactronics is the big company. They okay. they have our bo- our video board for baseball, for football, for basketball. So when for you put it in the computer, it changes the scoreboard out in center field. Yes. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, like literally, like everything, it pulls it straight from my laptop. First, did you know there was a, a miniature scoreboard against the first baseline wall? Yeah. I didn't know that. I was in so. <laughs> Telling myself a little. When I went to the Cincinnati game, I was in left field with all the yes. students. And I kept turning around and looking at the center field scoreboard. Every <laughs> like every two pitches to get the count and, you know, double check. Finally, someone just looks at me and goes, what are you turning around for? I go, look at the scoreboard. They go, there's one right there. And pointed at, like, where our bullpen is. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, I knew that was out there. No idea. Is there one on the right field, too? Or on the no. uh, third baseline? No, there's not. Just? Just... Just out there because... So does the Cajun Cafe have to turn around? Something tells me the Cajun Cafe is not worried about the score a whole lot. I will say one of our... So we talked about last year, or last week, how we talked uh, to the outfielders a little bit. We were heckling them, having a good time. They were talking about how mean the Cajun Cafe was to them. <laughs> they go, yeah, that happens every once yeah, in a Cajun while. Yeah, Ca- Cajun Cafe is ruthless. But, all right, it's time to sign off. As always, you can find Central Spirit on all platforms at CU Central Spirit. You can find text on all platforms at NSV7151. And then you can find me at West K. Witt on Instagram. Ladies only, and, only Instagram. Only Instagram. I am I'm exclusive to Instagram. Um, it's not enough of me to go around. Uh, so, <laughs> I can't believe I just said that. I can't believe you did either. It's time to end the show. But not on social media. There's plenty <laughs> of him to go around. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I instantly regret everything. Um, you know those moments when you wish you could like rewind your life by 30 seconds and just not do or say something? Yeah, that was one of those I moments. I know you're not going to cut it out of the podcast. I'm but not. You because... would, and it would be funny. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it has been a pleasure. It has been an ladies honor. And... Gentlemen, as well. You know what? Go, Tigers. Have a good one. <laughs> See ya.